0: People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. I am your host Joe, and well, co-host, and I am here with my brother Matt. What's I'm going already on? Already trying
1: to leave me out. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Episode 83 is upon us, and my, 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 do we have all sorts of good, good shit to talk to you about? Um, as always, we have wrestling. Well, I use wrestling in quotation marks this yeah. time. We have sports entertainment on in the background this week. As we are watching the uh, September 30th, thank you September 30th edition of Monday Night Raw. Uh, currently in the ring, it's Sasha Banks taking on Alexa Bliss in the singles match. Uh, we we are wa- witnessing the the debuting commentary team of um, Dion Madden, Vic Joseph, and the legendary Jerry the King Lawler. What do you think? What do you think of this brand new Raw? <laughs>
1: Seems like more of the same shit. Uh,
0: Especially when you open up the show with uh, Brock Lesnar destroying Rey Mysterio and his son for 10-15 minutes.
1: So, so we, we don't have the volume on uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, you know, we have to talk. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what was said. But from the sound of things, it just sounded—it just seemed like Brock Lesnar just came out and beat the shit out of two guys for no fucking reason because he's Brock Lesnar. And I don't know exactly what you're—you're uh, you're trying to prove there, because you've established nothing. What 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 you've done was take Brock Lesnar, who is already over for that crowd. Keep that in mind. That is for
0: that crowd. That's a good point.
1: Uh, he, he's already over for that crowd. And you have Rey Mysterio, who's at the twilight of his career now. I'm sure he's getting paid handsomely. And the best you're going to do is have him just look like a complete utter bitch. On top of that, throwing his son, who it seems like it's going to happen at some point. He's going to step in the ring. I, I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know what the hell this is, like, wh- wh- what statement you're trying to make. This is not, if this was going to happen in the show, that w- this is not the way that I would start the show. This just doesn't seem good booking. It's already, it's already bad. It's already starting off bad. The The second match, okay, cool. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, it's not the second match. It's the second segment, the first match of the night, which uh, we saw the end here. It's, it's Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks uh one on one. Uh Becky Lynch was out I, apparently doing commentary, but she stood on top of the the uh the the table the the, the whole time taping up and talking shit to Sasha Banks. It's more of the same because here you have Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. I I think it's safe to assume here and and correct me if I'm wrong if you, if you don't agree with this, two very good talented wrestlers on the on that on that roster,
0: yeah.
1: Okay, I just, I have more to say now about this very mysterious thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, two very talented wrestlers. You are. We talked about last week. You are in in the midst of now a whether you want to call it this or not a war for for ratings, whether you're competing with other wrestling companies or you're competing with Monday Night Football, which is happening on Mondays right now because it is the fall season, you are are there to try to win audiences to your product. And Raw has seen dwindling numbers throughout the course of this year and last, as well as going probably further than that. It's definitely further than that. And you're trying to win them back. And you're advertising a season premiere, a brand new season, a fresh start. And what do you do? The exact same thing you did the week before. (laughs) Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Okay, you had this shit going on with Becky Lynch. She didn't necessarily interfere in the match, but that took way more emphasis in the match than Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Even if you give them eight minutes, give them eight minutes of good, solid wrestling. Let them go back and forth. Maybe a little bit of jawing. A little bit of jawing is fine. But it was just way too much. Alexa Bliss, who is a phenomenal wrestler, and she's also one half of your women's tag team champions on top of that, and she, she just felt like a third wheel.
0: Yeah. That's, that, <laughs> very much a third wheel. That is a
1: horrible, horrible fucking start to your show. Um, it, it is more or less the same shit that we've been seeing over and over again. The reason why... I turned on Raw, so I, I turned on Raw, I recorded every every week on my DVR via, um, I have PlayStation View, and I turn on an episode, and I saw Braun Strowman as, as one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, I'm thinking to myself, I thought he lost the titles, and we're like, yeah, but WWE probably gave it back, because that's what WWE does, comes to find out that that was from like a month ago, <laughs> that's how little I pay attention to the fucking product, <laughs> I didn't even realize that this is a fucking rerun from a month ago. Uh, it's just bad. It's just it's just horrible fucking booking, and um, I don't uh, I, I don't I don't see any change happening here thus far. Uh, the other thing I have to say about the Rey Mysterio thing, you also booked him to fight Seth Rollins for the uh, Universal Championship just so he could get fucking. Dist- so I guess that makes sense. Why he got destroyed by Brock Lesnar.
0: Because Brock Lesnar wants the title. He wants the title. So he's just going to start sabotaging matches.
1: And, uh, it's just, uh, that's just fucking stupid. Because Brock, excuse me, Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio. uh, It sounds like a, a match, even in the twilight of his career, seems like a match that could be a worthy match for a main
0: event. I would much rather watch that match than watch Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio and his son for 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, it went on way too long. Yeah. Way too long. It's just, it's just, it's the same shit. I just, I don't, I don't see um, what the, what the whole purpose of of, of promoting a a season finale, or excuse me, season premiere. If I was saying season finale, I apologize, season premiere. Uh, I I don't, I don't see the emphasis. Why why the emphasis in, in trying to do that? Because from what this is the reason why I turned it on. Because I was going to turn on some other stuff. No, let's give Raw a chance. See what that, what they're going to do. Because this is a pretty big week that we're that, that, that we're in. Yeah. Uh, as we record this, we have Raw happening on Monday. You know, of course, as as per usual, Wednesday, October second. It's happening, guys. It's finally here. AEW Dynamite, this, the the premiere episode, the series premiere, if you want to call it that. On TNT, you have the, you have NXT going uh, full live on UHC Network. And by the way, for the October second uh, edition, limited commercials. Uh, you have SmackDown uh, debuting on Friday nights. By the way, for those who c- fucking care, which I don't, two o five live is not being canceled for now. It is actually being moved to Friday nights, so it's still gonna happen. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 just, that thing's gotta die soon. Um, and, but on, on, top of all that though, you know, we, we, we just announced this is a little correction from last, last week. We had, uh, wrong information. Joe and I, we usually do a lot of good fact checking before we talk about it on the podcast. It happens. Uh, you know, but, uh, impact wrestling is not happening on Friday nights. It is actually going to be debuting on Tuesday nights. I don't have the exact uh, date in front of me right now, but it is going to be later on this month. Uh, Actually, take that back. It is starting October 1st, but uh, I think for the first three or four weeks, they're going to be all um, re-airings of pay-per-views that happen this year. Okay. Like Redemption, I think, is tonight. Then they're going to do slime a another night. So just kind of introduce the Access TV crowd to uh, to their product, and before they go, uh, not live, but before they start airing new episodes, we also uh, got the news earlier this week uh, that uh, NWA is uh, officially got a, uh, a TV show that's happening on Tuesday nights as well. So we got a little bit of a Tuesday night war going on here. Yeah, that ought to be pretty interesting. Um, it's a it's it's a good time. It's a good time to. Try to start grabbing wrestling fans to your product, and uh, for WWE, the way that they decided to do that so far has been doing the exact same thing that uh, they've been doing. You know, it's like if it's if it's if it's broken, keep it broke. Don't don't fix it. Don't fix it all. That's that's their approach so far. I mean, it's been much the same so far, and. uh, we kind of saw that with NXT last week. We, we talked about that right before we started recording. Um, you mentioned to me...
0: <laughs> it, was, it was just an odd... To me, it came across as very odd booking. You know, here you have yeah. this insanely talented roster of guys. And Kushida needs tag team partners to, to be part of a six-man tag against Imperium, minus Walter. And uh, who do... Who does he quote-unquote pick but brizango out of everybody you could fucking pick to showcase on your mm. nxt you know we just saw the the promo for it, uh a few minutes ago you know yeah. if you don't want bs this shows for you well i think we just got a bunch of bs like that. And that was a main event, mind you. That was
1: the main event, yeah.
0: So the match went off without a hitch, but it wasn't a a necessarily good match. Um, I really don't understand why Brizengo got picked to be with Kushida out out of whoever they had available. Like, I really don't get that.
1: That was an example of what we are probably going to eventually see with WWE on USA Network. Because this is now a brand that is gonna very much get that new f- new feeling of of Raw and SmackDown. Whether no matter how they want to promote it, they're really good at promoting shit. You know, you 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 uh, you have somebody you have you have a company that is, is very uh, very adamant on, on promoting and and doing all these all these uh, cool things. But when it comes to execution, it's the same fucking regurgitated shit no matter how you book SmackDown, no matter how you book, or excuse me, no matter how you promote SmackDown or how you promote Raw, same thing is going to be at NXT on U.S. Network. It seems to always find the same mold because in their mind, in their fucking stupid mind, their stupid Connecticut fucking mind, <laughs> this is what works. And uh, for them, what works is having goofy, silly, family-friendly, tag teams like Brazongo, with all due respect to Tyler Breeze.
0: I was going to say... I Fandango
1: mean- fuck himself, but with all due respect <laughs> to Tyler Breeze, it's a stupid gimmick. Here you have Imperium, there's nothing nothing funny and cute about them. Here you have Kushida, who yeah, you might laugh at the fact that he looks like Marty McFly. Uh, you know, I I heard that right away from, you know, from uh, somebody that... that um, is not familiar with, with him, it's like, oh, first thing, that's why is, he, why is he dressed like Marty McFly? I was like, yeah, well, let me explain that. It's a little weird, if you're not familiar with it, but it's still not meant to be goofy or silly. He's just a fucking fanatic. You have the, the situation with with Walter and Imperium versus Kushida the previous week, and it's like, oh, this is going to be intense. This is going to be awesome. And then he brings out Brazongo.
0: Yeah, I just- and,
1: I did not get it. And and, and Nigel McGuinness, his commentary on it, sums up every wrestling fan <laughs> that was watching it, anticipating who his partners are going to be. It was pretty much just like, what the fuck is this? Whether you are a fan of, of, of that or not, there is a time and place for goofy, family-friendly little sticks like that. The main event of NXT is not that. And, and and that they had no business being in that ring with those other four guys um because it just it just didn't work it just didn't mesh and what you got was a subpar main event and you know seeing that that was your last uncontested Wednesday night match you dropped the ball royally in that that one.
0: that was yeah that was that was exactly that. They it just it. I'm sorry. It didn't cut the mustard for me. <laughs> I, I, I just I really would love to get in the side inside the head of whoever booked that.
1: You know I mean you, you know it's it's blown coverage. It's uncontested. It's blown coverage in the end zone. You lob the ball and you just throw it right over the fucking receiver's head. Uh, and it's just like well you missed your shot because now the next time it's going to be contested. Now you have AEW. Breathing down your neck because now they go live, and yeah, I get it. Next, this coming up, NXT the the October second main event, main event, more than likely is going to be Adam Cole defending against Matt Riddle. That should be a good match. I get that, but that's going to be contested. That's going to be contested with uh, what the elite, more than likely the elite versus Chris Jericho and his partners. Which I'm going to be, I'm going to assume that it's going to be something special. And not something of the likes of Brazango. <laughs> um, so it's just... That's that's who you have to go up against. And can you beat that? I don't know if you can. I don't know if you did enough to promote Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle, seeing that you only booked it last week. I, I just... I, I, don't, I don't like the... Uh, I don't like their chances of winning week one.
0: No, I don't either.
1: And I said it last week. I, I'm still sticking to it. I'm still saying October is a clean sweep for for AW, and I could be wrong, but I'm saying it's a clean sweep. We'll I, see.
0: I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I, I think. I think so far we've just witnessed NXT shoot themselves in the foot twice, and. <laughs> If it keeps up that way uh, it really is going to be interesting to see how how they hold their audience I mean I'm already starting to like wonder like I don't I don't get it if you can make me understand mm-hmm. if there's a story to tell and you can make me understand in a few weeks about what exactly is happening sure I'm game please explain it to me make it make sense to me but right now, it's looking very bleak.
1: It's just—it's not—it was not a good—a uh, good two weeks, a great two weeks. The first week, great wrestling mat, great wrestling matches, and same thing with week two for the most part. Again, you had the the, the really weird main event, but uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed the uh, the Matt Riddle and uh, help me out here, Killian Dane match. Yeah. Again, that that was good, but it just uh, it, it ended. It's like you had your, your you had your entree, and then after for for the main event you had like the free bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it just like it just it didn't it didn't work at all,
1: and I, I guarantee you I'm not the only one that feels that way. That was just that was just horse shit. Yeah, of, of fucking booking. So yeah, that's where we're at. I, I don't want to be beat up on on this Wednesday night thing too much again because we've done it enough. Uh, it, again, it's happening. It's here. You wish to network for for NXT, TNT for, for AEW, uh, Dynamite. Check your local listings. Check it out. Both, check out both shows. See what you like. See what you don't like. If you're anything like me, you're going to be... Uh, I got two TVs running now, so I mean, I...
0: I, I am witnessing side-by-side <laughs> TVs, ladies and gentlemen, here at the <laughs> 20 by 20 Ring Crew headquarters.
1: <laughs> and uh, that's... That's where we're gonna be at. That's, that's where I'm gonna be at uh, when I when I finally watch it on October second, and uh, I'm gonna go live. But uh, until until NXT beats AEW, AEW gets the uh, gets the the, the big sword, screen, the big screen, <laughs> the, yeah, and uh, and volume, the volume turned up. <laughs> um, but the, the Tuesday night wars, I, I help me out here. NWA doesn't have any details yet, right?
0: Uh, so NWA has announced uh, they are calling the show NWA Power. Okay, and it will um, it will resonate from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, it, it will be a studio show.
1: Is that the um, center stage?
0: Uh, I believe so. Okay, and uh, you will be able to watch it, ladies and gentlemen, for free on their Facebook page and their YouTube channel every week live as it happens. I don't know about any kind of replays or anything like that. Okay. So, but you do have two options, either Facebook or YouTube, uh, and I believe October 8th is the first show. Okay, there you have it. Um, So they didn't get a TV deal yet? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Okay. So they will be taking on head-to-head. It seems uh, Impact Wrestling, which is happening Tuesday nights, and uh, that that there, I, you know what? To be honest with you, that is shaping up to be the more interesting uh, competition: NWA in versus Impact. Uh, I I I would have guessed because of all the momentum Impact has right now mm-hmm. that they would have stayed on Friday nights. Yeah. Um. But uh, the powers that be thought differently. And, uh, hey, I don't always get it right, so maybe, yeah. maybe they know something that uh, that I don't. But I, they just they seem like a very hot product. I mean, they're not AEW hot, but they're putting on a pretty damn good show. I think I'll definitely be watching a lot of uh, both of the shows on Tuesday night for sure. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm really excited at what NWA is, is trying to bring. Uh, I have been for some time now. If you Even if you watch uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, because it is an NWA territory, you get to see, uh, it's a small glimpse, mind you, but you get to see what they offer. Yeah. And you're not going to have the, the exact same roster of guys, but all those guys you see on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood are all NWA guys. So... It's gonna be interesting it's 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 gonna be interesting to see who shows up week after week I think NWA is going to have uh, they're gonna better execute their like revolving roster yeah uh, as opposed to even aew and I and I I kind of hate saying that but I think they're more used to it already because if you if you sit back and watch championship wrestling. If that's any hinkling of what the NWA Power Show is going to be like, they already do a way better re- revolving uh, roster than than AEW has done. Yeah, um, and that excites me. It just means more stiffer competition. I think I think somewhere in between you have a, a company like MLW and. Uh, Although don't get me wrong, I did say this like a month ago that MLW's beaten NWA to the punch. Well now, now we're really gonna see. Even yeah. though they're not head to head, we're really gonna see who who's who's gonna be uh, tighter competition for for Impact here here coming up in the in the next month or so. Uh,
1: Impact wrestling, by the way, October 29th is when they go uh, official on on Access TV. Uh, if you are not too familiar with the product, or you want to just check out some OP reviews that you don't uh, you haven't seen, well, first of all, I would recommend their streaming service. Uh, they don't sponsor the show, but I am I am going to shout them out. Uh, Impact Plus, great streaming service. Uh, I I subscribe. Uh, I definitely recommend that. Um, but if you don't have that, you can October first is going to be a little late for you if you guys listen to this podcast. Um, actually, I take that back. Uh, yeah, no, October first. Uh, impact homecoming which took place back in January uh, it was the first uh one of the first major shows of the of, of the calendar year yeah mm-hmm. besides wrestle kingdom uh, October 8th which is the first of the debut of NWA power uh, you get rebellion October 15th slime anniversary October 22nd a special episode called this is impact wrestling uh, and then October 29th is the official first two-hour show of Impact, uh, Impact Wrestling on two hours, man. I um, saw so, um, NWA Power is assuming one one hour. I
0: believe it's one hour. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, last week, I agreed, but there's a couple things that I, I I I disagreed with in your statement of "Stay the course" with Impact Wrestling. I agree, stay the course. Okay. Stay with what they're doing. But there are some things that I really don't like about them. I love the fact that they do um, they do business with so many different companies. One of the companies they're doing is some, one that's almost pretty much in our own backyard, Warrior Wrestling. Shout out to those guys from whatever thing they do. Um, I love that. I love that they do that. Again, great part of Impact Plus. They, they, they do a lot of shows. For example, uh, Impact Wrestling is going to be in our backyard of uh, Villa Park. For, uh, for Bound for Glory at the ODM and uh, before that they're doing other, they do this every time they do pay-per-views they do other shows with local companies uh, Warrior Wrestling is one of them I think uh, Black Label Pro is another one that's that's going to be part of the show yep. and they put on a special show and they, they, they trade talent with their with their guys and girls uh, it's, it's a very um, it's, a, it's a really good business model that they have I love that part too the part that I really hate there's two things. One, when they show matches from the from the other shows, the other the in, independent shows. Okay. It cuts in way too like there's no rhyme or reason to it. It cuts in way too much of what they are like their their storylines and all the stuff that they're doing on Impact. And a show, it's just a lot of times on a two-hour show. That, that kills 20, 25 minutes right there. And then the other thing, too, you have a lot of fucking history at this point. I mean, you've been a company now, what, uh, 17 years?
0: Yeah, 17 years.
1: That's great. I don't need to see fucking full-length matches that took place in 2009 on your fucking show.
0: Yeah. Sell
1: the fucking streaming service. Sell that. Do a clip if you want to. Do like a, no more than a 30 second, but I wouldn't even do that much. Do a short clip and sell the streaming service.
0: How ironic you mentioned that. <laughs> and we we just saw the arrival of Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair coming to the arena for Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch Raw, there's a 10 man tag happening at the Crown Jewel show. It's Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This already happened years ago <laughs> when Impact Wrestling was TNA. Yeah. And um, that it actually wasn't a bad match. God damn it! Never <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the the Impact uh, Wrestling Twitter account posted like a reminder to everybody like hey this this happened already <laughs> <laughs> so kudos to you guys gotcha and you know what um, I, think, I think as far as showing full length matches from, from previous years I think that's probably their way of hyping the streaming service but you're right they should be focusing on current stuff because you' your current stuff so good current stuff that's that's already <laughs> happened and and that people that they're trying to get people familiar with that's that's a definite hell of a way to you know boost interest in your streaming service especially with um, uh, the show where they had uh, Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. why not why? that was a big deal and I know yeah. you know that isn't that isn't necessarily accessible to the same people who watch other wrestling programs for one reason or another sure and uh, why not why not throw that there like hey if you didn't watch this this was pretty important to us we think it's, it should be important to you check out impact plus you know um, you're right I'll, I'll give you that one um, the the indie spots I know when when Don Callis and um, Ed Ferrara took over as as general general managers, if you will, for Impact, that was one thing they wanted to do, and were adamant about, to showcase talent in general. Um, does it get Does it work Does it get the the talent over? Yeah, to an extent, because if it didn't, let's face it, you and I wouldn't be talking uh, as positive as we are about their product right, right. now. But uh, I'm gonna go half halvesies with you on this one because I do think it's working. Mm-hmm. But you're right; it does it does take away time that is possibly needed for current storylines with your main roster.
1: So here, here's here's why I'll uh, you you went halvesies with me on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sweeten, the, I'm gonna try to keep that going, and add to to that, because I, I agree and I, I agree with with what you said, but the you know it's it's how just like everything else, it's how they book it. So if you're going to do that, first of all, Impact's not live. You have, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, You you have the, the the It's almost like a, a blessing and a, and a and a and a burden at the same time. Yeah, you're not live. Yes, your your stuff's on the internet. You, you it's pre taped. You can read it. Also, uh, obviously, you know the the first thing is that you're saving money by not being live. I'm not going to go into that, but <laughs> you're you're not live, so therefore you can cut things however you want to make it work.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you know, Ring of Honor does it all the time. You can cut it. You can add shit in there if you need to or what have you. So if you're going to showcase a full length uh, indie show match. You can cut that in a way to where it can benefit your storyline purposes. So you kind of you kind of do both. Um, as you see, Ronda Rousey being uh, advertised for some show, Total <laughs> Divas. There you go. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> um, so yeah, you could you you can cut it to where it, it benefits both both shows. So. You know, if you're going to put on a a show for, let's say, Warrior Wrestling, for example. Uh, Let's say something with Brian Cage. You know, Brian Cage versus anybody. It doesn't matter. Or, Or it could have, you could have done anything. It could have been Sammy Callahan versus Moose. This is an example. Okay. Sammy Callahan versus Moose. Maybe not that night for the live crowd, but for the people watching at home. You could have booked it, you know, have Josh Matthews and, and, uh, God, I'm horrible with names today.
0: Don Callis. Don
1: Callis, there you go, thank you. Uh, You could have them announce, like, whoever's going to win this match is going to get a shot at Brian Cage's title next week on Impact. Okay. Was that the case at World Wrestling? No, but does it matter? No. Because World Wrestling's advertised. World Wrestling still gets the perks of being on national TV, and and you still get the the perks for Impact. So you still get the perks of continuing storylines. This is how you cut it, in my opinion. It, you know, you can book it to however you want, showcase the match, and still have a good relationship with the independent scene, because I do like that. Yeah. I just wish that it you know when you, when he you started showing these matches, it didn't come back to Impact. It's like I forgot what I'm watching at this point. It it's just it just it doesn't have a good flow. You're kind of all over the place. And that's where I feel that they can get better. Stay the course is exactly right. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that because what they're doing is working. And now that they're gonna be in more houses, being watched by more people potentially, I, I feel like they they're on the, the the brinks of really taking over uh in ways that they haven't done before. And a little fun fact here for everybody at home. Ever since its inception in 2004, uh, starting October 29th, Impact Wrestling would officially have been on every single night with the exception of Sunday. <laughs> so that's,
0: I, I love how your brain works. <laughs>
1: they've, they've literally been on every single night. Every that Sunday, is so. crazy. Yeah. Just to think about it. I just don't crazy. think they'll ever get Sunday. I hope not. Because that's a pay per view night. It's usually. a pay per
0: view night, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah, um, something new, oh, and hopefully this sticks. Hopefully this sticks because they've been on—I've lost count. I think I want to say four or five channels in the past six years.
0: Yeah, it's up there. That's
1: not. That's not good. No, that's, it's that's it's, too much.
0: It's not yet another thing that kind of stunts their momentum. You know,
1: I think with this case they they get the they get to the kind of have that running star because Access TV has professional wrestling. They they know how to book professional wrestling and and the the fan base for Access TV expects professional wrestling on Friday nights usually, but if you want to do Tuesday nights okay, this could work too.
0: Well, if Access TV smart and and I know they are, they should be promoting the other shows like the the shows opposite their their other wrestling shows so friday nights when you're watching uh women of wrestling and new japan pro wrestling you throw in a quick promo yeah about about how impact's gonna be on tuesdays Mm -hmm. and then during during impact you know you 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 promote your (laughs) friday you promote your friday shows and 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 some people are going to be like why Some people are going to be like, why are you doing that? Like, isn't that counterproductive? Not for Access TV. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, Yeah, it's kind of counterproductive for for whatever wrestling feds are being showcased. But let's face it. Everybody who knows anything about professional wrestling knows that there's more than one company. As, you know, not like WWE would have you believe, but... But yeah, I mean, we're, we're all uh, to to an extent. We are all smart fans, yeah. And you know, other wrestling exists, and other wrestlers exists outside of sports entertainment. So um, don't be bashful about it. You know, it 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 just it, I understand Access TV's promotional strategy, if you will. Sure. So.
1: I guess to conclude this conversation, pro wrestling. We said we said it, ladies and gentlemen. We're at the this golden age. I mean, you have weekly TV it is
0: all over the damn
1: place, <laughs> all over the place. Uh, let's just let's just stick with the bigger names. Absolutely. Monday night you have Raw. Tuesday nights uh, by the end of the month you're going to have NWA Power it was called right. Yep. And Impact Wrestling. Wednesday nights you have NXT, you have AEW Dynamite. Let's not forget in the afternoon you still have NXT UK. That's right, which is great product, great, yep, yep. great wrestling show. Uh, Thursday seems like a day of rest. For so
0: for now, for now, yeah, <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll see how how long that goes. I was
0: joking with Matt. I told them I that they, they should bring back Thunder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Friday nights, uh, the uh, this one's a little little weird because mm-hmm. it's. Uh, it's regional and it's off awesome, but I'm going based off when the new episodes aired on their website. You have Ring of Honor. Yeah. Ring of Honor <laughs> Wrestling. Um but of course you can catch that on various different days depending on your you know where you're where you're from. Um and also you have SmackDown back on Friday nights as well as two oh five live. And uh that's not it. Saturday night you still have MLW Fusion. Yeah. You know, on top of your you know, your the weekends is booked with usually with pay per views or other events. You know, you watch stuff like Evolve, you watch stuff like uh, G C W, you know, Shine, all all the above. Um, it's just it just keeps getting better and better. And Sundays you still have if you go over to our friends over at Fight T V, twenty uh, X Twenty crewcom com slash podcast slash F I T E you could uh, uh, first of all, by the way, new subscribers, you get 15 bucks on us that you can use for whatever you want on the website. Uh, Bomb for Glory is happening uh, Sunday, October 20th, so you can use that towards that yeah. if you want to get a reduced uh, price on that. But, um, you know, there's a plethora of stuff boxing, MMA, Muay Thai, bare knuckle fighting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Pro wrestling, of course, including Sunday nights. Oh, by the way. There are some stuff, independent stuff you can catch on Thursday. So if you're really hardcore and wrestling fan, uh, Rocky Mountain Charge. Oh, that's right. Rocky Mountain Pro, uh, they got their show on Thursday nights. Uh, but Sundays, you got Reality Wrestling for free Sunday afternoons. And Sunday night just got a little bit better too because we already had Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Again, if you want to check out NWA stuff, watch their product. Really good show. And. Uh, I just found out on Sunday, and I just told Joe this before we started recording. But one of our favorite companies, yes, PCW Ultra,
0: PCW Ultra,
1: they just joined the weekly show business as they have their own show now called Mutiny. You can catch that on Fight TV as well, Sunday night, seven o'clock central, eight, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern, um,
0: for the low low price of free ninety nine, free
1: ninety nine. You gotta you gotta go over to fight 20 x 20 com slash podcast slash fite. That is one of you know my we're favorite places.
0: P- sign up, we're paying you to watch wrestling. Yeah, we can't do it with Podcoin anymore. Sadly. Sadly. But hey, go get yourself fifteen bucks on us, free from Fight TV. Absolutely, just uh,
1: amazing time to be a pro wrestling fan. I mean, it, it, I, I don't really see it. Ending there, somebody's going. Somebody big is going to take that Thursday night so I can see it. I can I'm see it happening. You,
0: We're going to see thunder happen. <laughs> they're going to they're going to switch 205 five live to thunder.
1: Before we go take a break, I want I want I somebody asked me an interesting question Uh-oh. Ab- about Impact Wrestling going on <laughs> Uh-oh. Tuesday nights. I wanted I wanted to hear your your thought process on this because this kind of. I, I like it, but I also don't like it because again, what I said about being tapes and what they can do. Mm-hmm. But somebody has said, "What if Impact does what they used to do? Rent out an arena, basically do what NXT is doing right now. It would cut costs and just do it from there every week, but go live. Good idea or bad idea?
0: You know what? If if this were any other roster." I would say a bad idea. But being that they have they now have the partnerships. Yep. Uh that, that were lacking previously, they have a, a phenomenal roster of people. It would work. It would totally work. Unlike what we're watching in the ring right now. <laughs> uh, we are watching uh it's Rick a very old man Rick Flair and Hulk Hogan about to get into it. In the ring,
1: just doing their, their over yeah, the no, top.
0: Nobody wants to, Oh, Jesus, this is terrible. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, going live yeah. is, is sticking to one venue. Yeah. Going live every Tuesday night.
1: That's the key, by the way, is sticking to one venue.
0: Sticking to one venue, yeah. I mean, it's it saves money for mm-hmm. the company. And then you and then you know just do uh you know just like NXT does every you know stick stick to one place and then every so often you do a, a takeover style special special yeah. right. somewhere else it makes sense that's what they were that's what they were kind of doing before anyway mm-hmm. re- like recently and not as opposed to years ago sure sure so yeah why not why not
1: I would love to see I know this it's more it's it's for more reasons than this, but like somebody like Sammy Callahan, live T V Live T V on a network that is going to give him more free range than UAC network and T N T combined.
0: Yeah. Use it use it to your advantage. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Smart I, business. I thought
1: that was an interesting question and um, you know they, they do have a phenomenal roster and
0: uh, thank you to whoever Pose the question.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, thank yeah. You, thank you for paying attention. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it it is. Uh, it would be good. And uh, I'm going to I'm I'm going to throw this out there too. Too. Does that work only because it's Tuesday nights? Or if they went had to have a SmackDown, would that still be a smart I th- move? I think it would.
0: It, it, I think it would work even better going head-to-head against SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. Because uh, if you pay attention to any kind of wrestling or sports entertainment, we we know that when there's competition abound, everybody seems to have a fire lit under their ass. Yeah. And what better way to see things like that progress than with live TV? Again, going back to Sammy Callahan, mm. someone like him, you know he can talk on the mic You know he can be very provocative and controversial. You're giving him a a free range, a a range freer than a USA or a TNT, so he doesn't have to be TV fourteen. Holy shit! Book that. Yeah. For me, book that. I would I would watch that over anything else. Do I (laughs) care? Do I care? About the rock coming back to SmackDown? Fuck no. I'm not but excited. He's coming
1: home. I'm not
0: excited for that. It's is home. I'm not. He's he's, he's it's gonna a- he's gonna cut another rock style promo. And hey, that's all well and good. I'm not saying I'm not a fan. Sure. But you put someone like Sammy Callahan with a live mic on live TV, guess what I'm gonna watch? I'm gonna watch Sammy Callahan.
1: Oh, there's, there's so many reasons for that too. Because one, and I know I'm going to get some heat from this one. Oh shit! Oh, Sam, Sammy Callahan is more entertaining on the mic than the Rock is. Absolutely. Because I could tell you what the fucking Rock's going to fucking say before he says it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not only that, but I don't. Sammy Callahan's going to show up next week, so it just <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a good point.
1: You know, so it's like that's that's what I came to see. I I, I didn't come to see you know somebody that I, I I liked when I was ten years old come back and and cut the same fucking promo over and over and over again. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you got so much wrestling to watch. And th- this is not even including New Japan tours and Ugh. the fact that we might start seeing um, Pro Wrestling Noah more here in the Ooh. United States. The you know the clash is coming here, uh, thanks to MLW, thanks to MLW for pro wrestling. Noah too. We're still yet to see what that partnership is going to bring. There's so much to fucking look forward to, and it's it's a lot of it's here. It's finally here, uh, as well as our commercial break because we gotta pay some bills. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna pay some bills. You guys uh, hang back and uh, stay tuned. Hello.
0: You know what really turns the big Valboski on? Saving money. That's right. And you guys can help the boys over at the 20x20 crew do just that and visit raise20x20crew.com slash podcast slash raise. Buy yourself some discounted gift cards, save some money, and support the show all in the same process. Damn, that's hot. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash raise. Saving money definitely gets the big Val Boski raise. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thank you again for hanging in there with us while we paid some bills. Thank you, thank you. As always, uh, we are still we still have wrestling on in the background. We are still watching the September 30th edition of Monday Night Raw. And Matt, you and I just watched an entire wrestling match right in the fucking middle of Raw. What is going on?
1: Yeah, how about that? Uh,
0: it yep. was the OC uh, Gals and Anderson taking on the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ibar. What fucking names are those? <laughs> Jesus. And it was it was a legit match. What do you I, mean, pal? I was surprised. How did this fucking sneak on Raw?
1: Yeah, uh, good solid match. And uh, you know, if you if, if that's the the changes that you're going to have, then that you know that's that's got to be part of it. Wrestling, you still need your storylines. Like I said last week, you still have to have that because you're a weekly show. But you need wrestling.
0: And up next, it looks like it's going to be Cesaro versus Ricochet. Man, what the fuck is going on?
1: Main event: South Rollins versus Rusev.
0: I'd expect shenanigans for that, but you know, <laughs> we we're talking about Rusev. Rusev doesn't even look like himself anymore. He's smaller. He looks like he changed nationalities. He looks Mexican. <laughs> yeah.
1: That mustache he's rocking,
0: dude. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't
1: know. And supposedly he's on the rocks with his wife because they they keep talking about it.
0: I don't know about that either. I don't keep up with her. She's uh, too fast know. for me, man. She's too fast for me.
1: She's, uh, it, I, I don't know if I can dive into this, but I, to me, there seems people people are gonna look at her. She's a beautiful woman, all this stuff. So if you if you follow her enough on social media, you start to get the impression that there's something off with her, <laughs> and and. and, and and yeah, I would say fast, yes, but I, I think there's some underlying medical thing there. To be, be, if I'm being perfectly uh, honest here, there's something quite off with her. She's very, she's very awkward, and uh, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm completely out of line there, but uh, yeah, That that's that's what I get out of
0: it. You know uh, what you just did. You made me want to follow her on like Instagram and shit, just to see what kind of bullshit's it's, going on. It's yeah, just just <laughs> some of the shit she posts is
1: just it's just weird. It's just just, just weird. Like I said, people are gonna look past it because she's a she's a beautiful woman. But uh, yeah, it's just a little uh, a little weird. But uh, <laughs> as you see, Ricochet about to make his entrance here. Um, who are you fighting? Out? It's like Cesaro. Cesaro, right? So this should be a good match. Hopefully, hopefully they let him go again. Even if they go, let's say eight to ten minutes. Even if even if you're gonna give them seven minutes, something like that, let them go. Let them just let them go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's gonna be matches where you're gonna want to fill in shenanigans and throw shit in there. Okay, but do that with be be tasteful with it. Um, I just noticed the the different. I don't know. Again, I haven't watched Raw in quite some time, but I noticed the the little setup there. It kind of looks like a ramp. Yeah, going. Is that is that was that been like that? No, no, no.
0: That's new too.
1: That's new. Everything's new. I don't know. Not my favorite. uh, I like the. I like a lot better than like what they used to do with the. They had all those like steel beams coming out. It almost looked like it's like in construction, (laughs) like not finished. Now they're finished. It's got a nice little. Looks like a half pipe. They got going on, man. What are we doing here? Want to talk about the the tag team tournament? Sure. Because, uh, as I was editing last week for for last week's episode, I noticed uh, <laughs> I noticed something that we talked about, and I was unsure to why we didn't add this team. We talked about the Von Erichs. Um, we have a team already, the Von Erichs, but then we started doing the kayfabe team of Lance, who's not a real Von Erich brother. Teaming up with Carrie, and we were both were just like, "This is a bullshit team." Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, this is a bye week, and then we mentioned in the episode, and I don't know why we didn't. And I I didn't know you you explained to me off air, but uh, I, at the time I didn't know why we didn't add them to the tournament instead of Lance and and Carrie. So we're officially doing it now. It's still gonna be Von Erichs, but it's gonna be another Von a real Von Erichs brother tag team and that is the tag team of Marshall and Ross who are currently active. They are part of the Major League Wrestling roster. You can catch them uh, every Saturday night and Bn sports. You can catch them uh, every Tuesday on Fight TV. Again, that's 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash F-I-T-E That is for free every week. Um, but yeah, Let's let's scrap Kerry and Lance, and uh, let's not make it an easy bye week for somebody, or bye, bye round. All right, and sounds let's, good. Let's throw in an actual tag team of Marshall and Ross. No, they're not as established as other tag teams, but it, if, if you haven't seen these guys go, they can go, and uh, they're going to be a tough team to beat.
0: You can actually watch them in a pretty interesting match. Obviously, they can't call it war games anymore, but... You can catch them in the war chamber against the Contra unit in MLW on MLW Fusion, episode 75 on Fight TV. Again, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash F-I-T-E, episode 75 of MLW Fusion. Uh, it was a pretty interesting match. Uh, the Von Egg boys teaming up with uh, Low Key against the Contra unit. Uh could have been better for me, but it was it was, it was a pretty bloody match. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of brothers, speaking of brothers, um, you and I uh, were not together to watch Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor mm-hmm. happening from Las Vegas. Very interesting news happened over this past weekend with the, the real-life brothers of Dragon Lee and Roosh. Uh, they were working for CMLL, and shortly before the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, you had Roosh announce with his father, um, I believe he goes by Bestia and El Ring, Okay. uh, also worked for CMLL, they announced that they were going to become independent wrestlers. Um... Which led to CML CMLL stating, "Hey, uh, whatever you're doing, don't do it." And obviously, they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna we're going to do this." So CMLL fired both Roosh and his father, but they also fired Dragon Lee, uh, which is coming across as like completely out of spite. No one else can figure out why they threw Dragon Lee in there other than that he's related to them. Sure. Uh, so Dragon Lee completely disheartened. Uh, I think his social media post was on Twitter. Was on Twitter. And he like he poured his heart out. He's like, you know, I'm really disheartened that a company that I, I know and love and have, you know bled for have mm-hmm. has all of a sudden we've just parted ways and for what reason. Um. It, it was just a really interesting like chain reaction that weekend, so you had Roosh and his dad go indie, and then CMLL fires them two and Dragon Lee. For, and essentially it came out, they officially announced that it was for not following programming guidelines or something to that effect. And then immediately after that, Roosh wins, spoiler alert, wins the Ring of Honor world title from Matt Taven, who was also not under, or like in negotiations to become... Or to possibly leave Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. spoiler alert: he didn't. He's not going to. Still drop the title the Rouge all within like 24 hours. It was it was just so bizarre and like fast paced. It, it was it made for a very interesting weekend. It definitely hipped me to uh, to sit my ass down and watch Death Before Dishonor in its entirety. Something that I really, originally wasn't. It definitely made the show a little more intriguing to watch. And overall, the, the pay per view was pretty solid. Um, th- there was definitely, they were doing some stuff that uh, you typically don't see. And uh, I, I actually really liked the way things were booked overall. Um, I, I found my daughter paying attention to matches that she normally wouldn't, per se. Okay. Um, you had Jonathan Gresham take on Jay Lethal in kind of like a grudge match, mm-hmm. and uh, she watched the entire thing. She she was like, "Wow, that was a great match." That um, something I didn't necessarily expect to sure. hear from her because, you know, I mean she she's typically like uh, more of a Young Bucks fan, you know, a lot more like uh, fast paced stuff and. Gresham versus Lethal was not fast-paced at all. Scientific, very scientific, very technical-based, uh, but it was a hell of a match. She was right, was a hell of a match. Um, you know, she did she did watch the uh, parts of the barroom brawl match between the bouncers and the team of Silas Young and Vinnie Marseglia from the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all over the damn place, and what caught her attention was. Marseglia opens up this little leather looking zipper pouch and it turned out to be a set of darts and he proceeded to throw them at the Beer City Bruiser and he nailed him right (laughs) like literally right above his ass crack and the dart went all the way in like there's no there's no way in hell he didn't feel that. Um, things like that, right in the butt. top. yeah. It was it was crazy. It was crazy, but uh, yeah. Just again, it made for a very interesting twenty four hours for Ring of Honor. I mean, whether they planned it that way or not, they also added Dragon Lee to the uh, television title match as a fourth competitor. Right. Um, Shane Taylor uh, retained, but he also is. It, it was like it's interesting where he's at. He's not part of Ring of Honor technically. He he's still trying to do business with them to renegotiate a contract. Uh, but he had their television title when this happened. Like how does this? How do how do things like that fall by the wayside? Like Ring, I've never heard of Ring of Honor ever like getting themselves into that. Yeah. And now you have you know two guys one guy with with a belt and i quite honestly i'm not trying to take anything away from Shane Taylor but out of the two of them i think Matt Taven is the more important talent oh without a doubt but it just so happens that Shane Taylor has your world tv title and like you don't want to piss him off in in hopes that he'll stay and, and won't go anywhere along with your belt so uh, they, they really didn't have any choice but to do business with what he's now calling Shane Taylor Promotions. Um, he comes out with an entourage now. Okay. Yeah, so he's got like three or four guys that come out with him. And, yeah, it just it, it made for a very, very interesting <laughs> pay-per-view.
1: Interesting times there. Um, the... The situation with Roosh and Dragon Lee, I I, I, I get it. it's. I don't get CMLO and 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 how they do how they're doing business with that. But what what's also confusing me is how how do they react to what Ring of Honor did? Because Ring of Honor just they just picked up where c m l o essentially just dropped them off on the side of the road, well,
0: what do you do if you're ring of Honor... No, I'm
1: not saying ring of Honor is wrong
0: but but I'm saying like if if they don't do that, what do they do if if you if you choose to am I mistaken in saying uh like your line of thought is like we're we're business partners, yeah, and clearly you guys are having uh you know, sure. disagreement or whatever. Yeah. So you guys aren't doing business anymore. What do you do as that other business partner? Like, like that is such a an opportunity for mm-hmm.
1: them. Oh yeah.
0: Um, do you feel like Ring of Honor stepping on CMLL's toes? I don't
1: think. I don't think if, I, if I'm Ring of Honor, I'd, I would have done the exact same thing. Okay. Because we talked about it in previous episodes. Ring of Honor needs talent. They Man. need talent. that can help get them over. Um, and, and Dragon Lee is, is one of those guys. Roosh, even though he's independent, he's one of those guys. Obviously he, he's doing business cause he's a world champion now. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that all works. It's just, it's just really, it's really weird. and really interesting how they, how this is, how this is going to play out. Because Ring of Honor, if you go back to, uh, was it was we just passed global wars? Was it World yeah, of Worlds? Uh, global wars,
0: yeah, global wars.
1: Global wars just took place. For those who don't remember, New Japan Pro Wrestling was not a part of that for the first time in years.
0: Yeah, it was all CMLO.
1: It was CMLO, and you know, could this be something that CMLO just says, you know, we're you know that they're going to back out now, and now you don't have anybody. At, at, for the time being.
0: Well, you just don't do that tour then. Yeah, you know,
1: it's it's just it's just weird. It's just weird how that's how that's working out. Where Ring of Honor's kind of just, and they didn't do anything wrong. Keep that in mind. Like they didn't do anything wrong. It was just you see somebody throw something on the side of the road. You're like, hey, they just fucking just drop Dragon Lee off the side of the road. Like, are you wrong for picking it up? No. So, I would have done the same thing. I. I probably would have had Dragon Lee win my fucking TV title that night. I'm
0: surprised that didn't happen, especially with all this shit going on with Shane, Shane Taylor. Taylor. Like, I don't.
1: Maybe there's some kind of contract situation that we don't know. Could be. Maybe he's got some kind of clause in his contract. I don't fucking know. Uh, first of all, Shane Taylor ain't nothing special. Uh, for one, um, I'm sure he's gonna get mad at me for saying that. But
0: uh, I mean, I like where he's coming from. Like the buzz that he's cre- created from the situation. It's healthy. I think it it definitely works, but yeah, I would take Dragon Lee over St. Taylor in a heartbeat any day.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, and I kind of statement though: does that does that leave for Ring of Honor to CMLO when the two guys you just fired are now their top two champions, single champions in the company? It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's It's interesting yeah. because it, it, they are essentially in bed together, and you know these guys. Hey. Fuck these guys. We don't want any part of them. But our partner is now exploiting them in ways that what well, we wanted to do before they piss us off. It's just it's a really interesting time.
0: And, and I know Roosh was was already part of a previous previously agreed, agreed upon contract with Ring of Honor. Yeah. So he's still fulfilling those dates before he won the title. Mm-hmm. The title is just like a perk for him now. Mm-hmm. But Dragon Lee, as far as I know, has not struck a deal with Ring of Honor. He was, he, you know, they invited him to do that show. He did that show. Yeah, Doesn't mean he's necessarily signed or he'll be signed. But he's definitely got more free time now, <laughs> you know. Um, but I digress. Uh, this is crazy, crazy, crazy stuff seems like it's going to become more and more of that as the as the months roll on here especially with all the different competition now well see
1: that's that's the question now I I mean you have you know we start we saw we started seeing it last year with you know companies like MLW where MLW is starting to get contracts where it's like you you're you're committed to me for you know X amount of years or what have you with all with the with, the, with this whole plethora of companies that exist, who's to say that we don't see more situations where guys are saying, you know what, I'm just independent. And is that going to be a problem within the the business as a whole if you got guys that are just, I'm going to come and I'm going to do a few dates for you, but I'm not going to commit?
0: I I don't see that as a problem, but then again, I grew up... Watching territories where you you know you would ha- you obviously you had your traveling champion a la, like Ric Flair or Harley Race or whomever, mm-hmm. but everybody else was kind of like, hey, I'm going to be here for a few months and then I'm going to go mm. work a different territory, and it was always a different reason. You know, yeah. sometimes a babyface could do everything they could in sure. that territory so they had to leave same with heels mm-hmm. you could do everything you could do as a heel and guess what it's not working with the fans anymore time to move on but it works it, it, it works it definitely makes for an interesting uh roster yeah f- in different places all the time you never know who's gonna show up where yeah why they're showing up they just show up so I'm all for it. I I, I know that's probably uh, looked upon as bad business at some point, but I'm all for it.
1: Well, let me ask you this question. For those who don't know, like Joe saying, territories existed back in the day. You had, you know, WWE was kind of that that company that took it to a different level. You know, they they took all those guys and they said, we're the one-stop shop. In a nutshell, that's what happened. Take what you had in the territories. Okay. And fast forward to 30 plus years to today. 30, 30 to 40 plus years. And does the territories surpass what WWF brought to the table if you had things like the internet and. You know more cable television, or what cable television is what it is today. If 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 we were in today's market, yesterday's idea, today's market, was that the thing that got the territories to die, the fact that they there there was no way, not no good way, to watch everything they did, or was that also part of the mystique of what the, brought the territories, what made them successful was the fact that. It was a special attraction to see a guy like Ric Flair, for example, in Texas. You know, for a few a few you know weeks or what have you, or months. Was that Was that what helped to survive to begin with? And if so, what makes this era any different from from the territories?
0: Two things. The reason there's two reasons that territories were thriving back in yesteryear. Okay, one. Was the trading of talent. Yes. And two, everybody had their own individual product. Just because you watched Kamala mm-hmm. in world class championship wrestling based out of Texas, when he went to the WWF or AWA, you weren't guaranteed the same Kamala, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, 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 that makes a difference. Yeah. Especially when your entire roster is capable of doing that. The, I, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion of Ric Flair when it comes to kind of like the, the overall concept of the dying of a territory. There, there's two things that kill the territories. One, you would have promoters uh, essentially getting greedy and just booking that town out or booking that territory out. And what I mean by that is just horrible booking after horrible booking after horrible booking to the point where no one wants to come see your shit. Mm -hmm. So guess what? You're belly up. Or you don't want to do business with the rest of, you know, in NWA. And guess what? You're belly up. The other thing was... Uh, and he specifically talked about Crockett doing this, Crockett's NWA, if he would have stayed, according to Ric Flair, and again, I agree with Ric Flair, if Crockett would have stayed where he was as his territory and Mm -hmm. not tried to venture outside of that.
1: Like the trip out west.
0: He, it it was expansion that happened too fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's what killed the Crockett promotion.
1: So what you said in your first part, especially the trading talent and companies having their own product, that's what we see today.
0: But it's also what makes it different from today. It's different because, yeah, we do see that, but not to the same extent. Again, you just talked about MLW. Oh, guess what? You're, you know, we want to sign you exclusively. We want to sign you exclusively. So you're not going to see those guys anywhere else. AEW is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're not going okay. to see Kenny Omega anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see the Young Bucks anywhere else. So there's a lot of that going on. And, and, and it wasn't necessarily like that in the Territory days. Sure, there was guys mm-hmm. that stayed in places for a very long time. Sure. Whether it was guaranteed money or not, but... No, it, it was nothing like today.
1: You also have contracts though, like MJF, to where he is signed with both MLW and AEW, and they're both multi-year deals. Sure, yeah. And he's he's committed to both companies, so he you know. But the thing is too, you know, like you have right, you know, for for MLW, you have MJF who's part of the dynasty, and he's doing this. Mm-hmm this thing with um, Hammersmith, you know, Hammerstone and uh, uh, Rich. Oh, yeah,
0: he's Hammerstone and MLW, Hammersmith and PCW. Uh,
1: See? Yeah, stuff like that. Um, I forget the other guy's name, but they're they're the current uh, tag team champions in MLW. And then in AEW, he's still kind of the same guy, but there's no dynasty, there's no trio and uh you know he's got this weird relationship with with cody rhodes um <laughs> but anyways i know that one of the one of the, the the great examples for me uh that doesn't exist anymore but when zack saber jr was in evolve zack saber jr is one of the biggest heels in pro wrestling right now <laughs> uh, especially in new japan and Rep pro he's a member of suzuki goon doesn't get any more heelish than that i mean they are the epitome of heel uh, especially during a time when the Bullet Club was kind of both, mm-hmm. uh, so he's a big heel. But you go to evolve, you go to evolve when he when he was the Evolve champion, and he is the biggest babyface there. He's still Zack Saber Junior. Yeah, he's still gonna fuck you up. He's still gonna tear your limbs apart. But he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Here. <laughs> Um, you know, we see that, you know, with, with a lot of guys, we saw that we see that with, uh, we were seeing that with Sammy Callahan when he was an MLW. Yeah, you're right. You know, he, he was a babyface. He was a part of, uh, Selena Dorenta's uh, stable for a while. Yeah. And then, you know, he left that he was teaming up with Mance Warner after they had a great rivalry. And then, uh, but uh, the whole time and, and on impact wrestling, he's doing OVE, OVE doesn't exist in MLW, but exists in Impact Wrestling. So, there's so much great with that because, let's say, let's take Sammy Callahan, and let's say he's a busy man, okay? This is a, this is a really busy schedule if he did this, but let's just call it this. You have OVE and Impact. You have, let's say he signs with AEW. Okay. You have him, I don't know, do spots with guys like John Moxley, like Kenny Omega, Give him whatever you want. Let's—he can, he can be a heel again, and then he signs with Ring of Honor, for example. And let's say he's a babyface. Wait, let's say Roosh does an open challenge for for the 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 ROH World Title, and out comes Sami Callihan. You have three different Sami Callihans working for you there. And the beauty of it all this is the point that I was trying to make earlier, and maybe I'm I'm seeing it differently. The beauty of it all is that there's no regional gaps anymore. Now you can watch it anywhere. You can watch it on TV, you can watch it via the internet. There's no no way, no reason for you to not be able to actually enjoy all of wrestling now. And that's that's my, you know the, the thing where you know is it's a good thing but you also have that issue of, let's say you take as the same guy, Sammy Callahan, and he says, you know, I'm gonna work all these shows, but he's not committing to anybody. You know, his contract expires with Impact. Yeah, I'll still do stuff. Oh, you want me to do Bon for Glory? I can't do Bon for Glory because AEW's got something going on. Well, the booking is gonna be hard now. The booking is gonna this is gonna be a problem. So. That's my question. Is is it does it be? When does it become? If it does, when does it become a problem for bookers? When you have men and women starting to say, you know, what? I'm independent and I'm going to essentially doing what Shane Taylor is doing right now. I'm gonna go to business for myself. You want me? I'll, I'll do your show. I'll, I'll I'll commit to X, Y, and Z shows, but that's it. You know, where's the long-term storyline purposes? Because again, for all these companies that we're mentioning, they have weekly TV shows. I appreciate the rotating talent, but there's a fan base out there that's not going to buy into that fully. So you have to have some kind of stability. Not saying everybody has to be stable, but you have to have something that is that they can recognize with on a weekly basis, and are companies going to have a problem this is my my next question, are companies going to have a problem fulfilling that do you think or do you think more people are going to be on board with more long term deals, not necessarily exclusive contracts like a Kenny Omega situation but like an MJF to where it's yeah I'll commit to AEW for two years, I'll commit to MLW for a year I'll commit to Ring of Honor for Two years, whatever, and then try to find the balance with your schedule. On there, maybe you, maybe you, you, you know, MJF is missing from MLW for a month for that month's tapings or whatever. I mean, what helps for MLW is that they only tape once a month, so you only have to be there one, you know, one time. But you know, let's say they, they change their how they do business. You know, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables that we start to deal with. And uh, that's, for me, that's the only thing that worries me about this golden age of wrestling is where does the greed take place? And who does it take place more from, the promotion or the wrestlers?
0: You're always going to get greedy people. That's just the nature of some human beings. Um, I think it becomes a problem when you have guys who are overbooking themselves that's fair okay and, and you know the, these people are regardless of whether they're independent contractors or not you've, you you know you're agreeing to essentially you're agreeing uh, money for bumps <laughs> you yeah. know that's how, that's how I look at it money for bumps uh, are you going to get more money for less bumps or more bumps for less money and that's what you have to figure out. You know, Roosh, we're going to see this play out. We're, we're, we're going to see this play out with Roosh. Because he is an independent contractor now. And yes, he has dates he has to fulfill with Ring of Honor. But after that, he can go wherever the fuck he wants. And I can guarantee you, if he keeps wrestling the way he wrestles, there's going to be multiple people, multiple companies looking to sign him. Mm-hmm. For For dates. And now you have that dilemma. Where do I go to sign? Do I give my time to Ring of Honor? They treated me well. They gave me a title. Or do I go test the waters in New Japan? Go join my Ingobernabilis brothers? Yeah. You know? um, Maybe I take a a completely different route. And I show up on NXT. But, again, you have stipulations there.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So... I think I think overall in in a general blanket sense greed is a problem. Yeah. That's problem number 1. Mm-hmm. That 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 is always threatening of any golden age of anything. Greed. Sure. The other problem is people knowing their limits. You know, let's say we have a Sammy Callahan and he gets he goes indie and he, he's booked himself for three or four different places. Depending on how those places are run, it is feasible that he could be in four different places, or four different companies. But, that's still, no matter what kind of money we're talking about, that's still potentially a lot of bumps. And, yeah. And like, how do you do that? Especially how, how, Sam McCallaghan yeah. style. How do you know when enough is to, you know, how much, how do you know when... You know, it's too much. Mm-hmm. How do you know when it's too little? You know, you've got guys like uh, Dragon Lee. Yeah, Dragon Lee. You know, obviously, he's working a lot less days for CMLL these days. <laughs> so, does he show back up more in New Japan? Does it, does he go that route? Does he does he take his his chance with the Ring of Honor? Like, what what does he do? What what does he agree to?
1: There's, there's, there's that, and, and you know there's the bumps, and there's, there's, there's the travel, the days on the road. Yeah,
0: that, uh, again, it's,
1: it's a lot. It's a t- lot. It takes a toll on the body. Um, one of the, one other question I have for you. You have WWE. NXT obviously is a part of that as well. Let's say this does work the way that we hope it does, and that this whole golden age is, is excelling. Okay. This talent trading is doing so well likelihood what is the likelihood of WWE saying you know what we want you we want you to work for our company we want you to come to NXT we want you to do this stuff with Matt Riddle and Kushida and Adam Cole and all that stuff but you don't want to be exclusive what is the likelihood for them to step, take a step back from their game plan and say you know what we can't have everybody exclusively but if we can have them even for just, let's say, uh, a commitment of six months, even though they're not exclusive, even though there's a potential opportunity that they show up on, let's say, Ring of Honor. I'll leave AEW out of it right now. Okay. But there's a a possibility they show up on Ring of Honor or they show up internationally, like New Japan or, you know, CMLO or something like that, that they still sign them.
0: I think it's a high possibility, and the only reason I say that is because when the Bucks and Kenny Omega became free agents, mm-hmm. uh, Bol- all three of those guys had divulged publicly at some point that, you know, they didn't talk figures, but what they did say was, we were offered multi-year deals, and then when we said no, they offered us much shorter-term contracts, but we had to be exclusive and we had to, you know, basically give up this, this, and this, and we couldn't do anything else. And and I, if I'm not mistaken, both of the, both, both the Bucks and Kenny Omega were offered six-month contracts. Yeah. it was They were that sought after, and I think that's the key. You have to be that sought after of a talent to afford uh, that kind of a deal to be presented to you. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all.
1: That you see a guy wrestle, let's say NXT on Wednesday night for you know three weeks, does a New Japan tour, comes back to NXT. Yeah, they you think they'd be on board? I hope they would be. I hope they would adapt to the times. They're they're the they're the old man in all of this.
0: They are, and and that's the other thing too that it's going to be very dependent of one Vince McMahon. Once he relinquishes some of that stranglehold he has. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take forward-thinking people in that company to make those sorts of deals and be okay with those sorts of deals. Yes, yeah. you know.
1: It's a, It's going to be an interesting time because you know we, we, we see it in 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 digital streaming, we see that in so many other other,
0: yeah, media outlets. Almost how many times? How many times have you said? And, you know, you've noticed like one of your favorite movies on like Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And then four months later, it's gone because now it's exclusive to Netflix. Yeah, same same thing.
1: Oversaturation is is a great thing, but it's potentially a bad thing because you know it's a great thing in this in this sense. Excuse me, it's it's great in the sense of you know. Actually, I was just having this conversation with uh, with one of the the newer guys at work. He's eighteen years old, so he's, there's an age gap between us, you know. And I, and I said, growing up, this is what people wanted. They, they hated paying all this money for cable. Man, I wish we could, I wish we could, uh, you know, pick the channels that we wanted. And I, I was I was saying that like, like people like my father, they hate streaming services and they hate that because it's like it, it just doesn't make sense. They don't want to adapt the times, but it's like, Dad, this is what you wanted all along. Yeah. Now you get to pick the channel. Yes, it's not the exact same thing per se, but now you get to pick. You, you don't want you don't want the stuff that's on Hulu. Don't buy Hulu. Don't buy Hulu. Don't yeah. Don't subscribe to it. You don't like Netflix. Don't don't subscribe to it. But you know, there's 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 a, there's a plethora of, of streaming services that exist out there now, and there's more to come. And some people have a problem with that because it's just too much, too much, too much. Look, I get that, but now you have a competition of people trying to trying to earn your money. Instead of just saying, you know, you're the only guy in town. Because when you're the only guy in town, then you become the WWE. Yeah. You become Comcast for us (laughs) here in the Chicago, uh, Chicagoland area.
0: (laughs) Fuck those guys, man.
1: You become an overpriced uh, entity that doesn't offer a whole lot because you don't have to.
0: It's like being at a restaurant and you have dessert a la carte. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, if you're the only if you're the only restaurant in town, it's like you get your choice: banana cream pie or coconut cream pie. We don't got anything else. Yeah, don't ask, don't ask. <laughs> but now these days, it's like, wait a minute, we have like 50 million different types of fucking pie. Mm-hmm. Any kind of pie you want, essentially, and it's up to you. You pick what you want to eat. Yeah, you can you can have multiple slices of pie, all for one low price yeah. every month.
1: What's that term that we use on this podcast? Variety is the spice of life. Absolutely, you know? and that—that's that's the whole that's the whole concept of of, of having all of these different wrestling companies out there vying for your viewership, because they're going you know ideally they're going to pull out all the stops that they can to make sure that you watch their product on Tuesday night, their product on Wednesday night, that you stay home and watch their product on Saturday night, or at the very least DVR. I, I mean, there's People are fighting for your viewership, same way that the streaming services are doing that. You know, having, having a, a, a one-stop shop seems like a great idea, but then greed takes over, and you what you have is, go somewhere else, I dare you, because you're not. You're not going to get this. You know, we're going to give you half-assed product for whatever the fuck we want to charge you for, it, and then when when the audacity that another company comes to town and says, you know hey, you want you want that, but better? Or or at least different? We'll call it this different. We're not, we won't say better. We just want to give you an alternative. Come watch us. Oh, well then now that fan base that was getting fucked for so long looks at this other company and says, they ain't going to last.
0: To add another layer to this onion, a lot of the problems with the wrestling business years ago You had a lot of guys who were unhappy and they couldn't leave. Well, now there's all these different places that they can leave to. Mm -hmm. So there really is no real reason to be unhappy. Yeah. You just simply make a deal that you're okay with, stay there for as long as you want, and then you leave. Simple as that.
1: Yeah, because you you can go to the independent scene, but the independent scene was local, non-televised, not talked about. There's no money in it.
0: No, you know, you not make, for most people. You're making
1: eighty bucks a night. If that, you know, so it's just, it's not worth it. Where now, you know, independent scene is on national TV, on the internet. You can you could wrestle for a, a a company like Warrior Wrestling in a high school gymnasium and be aired in front of the entire world. Yeah, you know that's that's the beauty of technology. I mean. You can be a dinosaur, or you can evolve and adapt to change, and 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 it's going to be interesting to see how the companies are going to do just that. Uh, I have faith in that. I have my concerns, of course. I think I think any realistic person should. Sure. But um, ideally, this is this is going to be everything that we uh, we we've been we've been dying to see. It's finally here. So. Uh, I think uh, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. We talked a lot of wrestling. We talked a lot of hyping, and and now we just we just gotta wait and see how it unfolds.
0: We are going to release a list of all the teams in our brothers tag team oh, wrestling yes. fantasy tournament, and uh, we're gonna provide. Empty brackets for you guys to fill out. Yes. Uh, Definitely would love to see what you guys come up with. And uh, we will officially release our brackets on episode 84. Perfect. Uh, In the meantime, you can catch us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash 20x20crew. Instagram.com slash 20x20crew. We're also on Facebook. Facebook Facebook.com slash 20x20 crew our official Facebook page but if you want to sit and talk to Matt and I please join us in our Facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20 talk uh, well, episode 81 or eighty was it 82 we did uh, <laughs> the following contest that
1: was episode 81
0: thank you I'm sorry my old brain is uh is not worth it right it's now. It's been a
1: weird couple of weeks. I, Absolutely. We're starting to get back in the swing of things.
0: Episode 81 uh, represents our fantasy booking to the fullest in the following contest. A YouTube exclusive. We recently focused on the possible comeback of one CM Punk, the Second City Saint himself. Uh, that is episode 81. Again, only on YouTube. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube will take you directly to our channel where you can listen to that at your leisure. So fitting that we bring him up right, right here and now. Yeah. And what happens? He applies for a job, not to wrestle, mind you. Right. But to be like a commentator for Fox Sports.
1: Yeah, so he wouldn't officially be working for WWE. Uh Fox is going to have a show that they talk WWE. It's going to be on FS1, Fox Sports 1 or uh their their answer to ESPN if you will. Yeah. And CM Punk is going to talk WWE. Again, he's not going to be contracted by by WWE if if he does get the position, but he will be talking about WWE. And I wonder if it's going to be more of like uh, when Chael Sonnen was doing commentary in UFC, working for ESPN, where he was a little, for a while he was a little brutal about the product, and then he when when the when the deal happened, it's like, <laughs> all right, I'll play ball. Um, I, what, which, which. Which Chael Sonnen, if you will, will we get with CM yeah, Punk? Right, is, he, right. is he going to play ball, or is he going to be brutal about the product? It would be interesting to see. Absolutely. But it's just going to be interesting to see him talk about anything wrestling-related or wrestling in quotation marks, if you will, sports entertainment. Sure. Uh, whatever. Uh, to see him talking about that, again, would be uh, it's going to be interesting.
0: And then, of course, our home on the web, 20x20crew.com. Where you can find all of our previous episodes, merchandise, and anything and everything we've ever had to offer you people, <laughs> deals. Please um, take the time and, and visit us out there on the web. Um, that's gonna do it for us this week. Absolutely. Uh, thank you again, as always, brother, for the stimulating conversation.
1: Yeah, no, it's been fun. It's, it's, it's been a good 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 uh, good couple weeks of. Building up to this.
0: Once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stay on after Podcoin. Um, we're looking to expand our network here in the in the near future, and you know we'll keep you in tune with that. But uh, until that time comes, you want to do it, or, I, or am I going to do it?
1: Now, I'll give you the honors this week. I, again, oh, I, I just want to say thank you again for everybody out there. There's uh, again, it's 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 been a really up and down couple of weeks, but uh, we are getting back in the swing of things. Uh, any support you guys give is, is beyond appreciated. Thank Absolutely. you so much for sticking around. Um, I wish I wish I could pay you my own money to for you to listen, but the fact that you want to listen and 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 get, again for those who have um, continued to reach out and 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 offer suggestions like the Impact Wrestling conversation, yeah, yeah. that's what we that's what we're looking for. That's what we want. Uh, whatever it is. You, even if you're telling us that we're, we're fucking up, tell us. Let me know. Let me know what I'm doing wrong or in your eyes um, so I can not fix it later. But,
0: <laughs> but thank you so
1: much again for all the all the support.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, so you're giving me the honors?
1: Yeah, it's all you.
0: Alright, you've been Joe. I've been Matt. And ladies and gentlemen, you're always fabulous. Until next week, we will see, see you in you the ring. I'm going to do that soon
1: yeah